Welcome to the torture chamber, where it's totally okay to drive your best friend insane. No wonder I had no friends. I want some date rape drug. I'm gonna go do some date raping. This is a movie that's too bad to even star Casper Van Dien. If anybody out there is a particularly religious person, I just want to let you know right now that your lord and savior is a giant bunny. Well, hello, potential victims, and welcome to a very special episode of The Torture Chamber. Believe it or not, it's our lost episode. The episode we said we weren't going to be able to do, but we are doing now. I am the favorite victim, Jason Christopher, and over there is my torturer, Dennis Neal. Hello, Dennis. Hey, I know you. Yeah, you do. You do. How God you damn doing? It. God damn it. <laughs> Look, this episode is all your I just want to say that right out in the open. Yeah, it's my fault. See, so as I said in my little intro, this is our lost episode. I don't know if you guys know this. If you've been with us since the beginning, you'll probably remember um, back on episode five, Holidays, we mentioned that we were doing that movie because the episode that we had planned at that time way back in like October of last year um, we couldn't do because I couldn't find the movie the movie was supposed to be Spice World you said that with such fucking disdain because the movie that we're doing for this our last episode is Spice World and I'm not let me tell you what happened Whenever Jason starts off something with, let me tell you what happened, you know, it's not good. No, it's not. Ever since we couldn't do that episode, Dennis and I have had this running joke where I will go places where they sell DVDs and be like, you know what, I'm going to look around and see if they have Spice World. And if they do, well, I guess I'll buy it. We'll do the episode. (laughs) Fully expecting. I was never going to find Spice World. Like it was the fucking Holy Grail or some shit. (laughs) No, because you know what it is? It's a movie that's so bad that nobody wanted to do the DVD pressing. Anyway, so this week, I had a day off of work this week. I decided I was going to go to Walmart because I had some errands to run and that's not important. And one of the errands I had to do actually was in the electronics section. I had to get a new faceplate my phone it sounds you hear is my dog moving around on the bed excuse me um and as i was looking around at the screen covers and everything i turned to my left and i noticed you know i was right near the dvd section and they had a section now my dog is scratching she's making so much noise stop it <laughs> they had a section that said this 90- is a live episode, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. We're just doing it on the fly. Um, they had a section that they now called '90s Classics." Oh fuck which, you! Which, if you listened to our last episode, the what was our last episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael Bolton. Yep. Um, How could you forget that? It was literally a week ago. <laughs> 
because these things just leave me when I'm done with them. It's like as soon as I'm finished, my brain is like, "Get out, we're done with is, you now. Is you don't that have what to go sex home." Sex is like with you. As soon as you're done, you're like, "Get out! I, I, I gotta go make micros, play video games, or something." Literally, yes. The number of dudes I've said, "Okay, I'm finished. You can go now." To is not. It's not okay. Then again, you are the one who sat there and told me once upon a time that while having sex. You can write a grocery list in your head, look at the All curtains, the and be like, oh, I want to change my curtains. All the time. And they never know. That's what's so great. They never know that I'm not paying attention. Like, one time, this, sorry, guys, <laughs> TMI, one time I was needing to be in the middle of doing it, and the entire time while I was doing my thing, I was desperately trying to remember the lyrics to nirvana's heart-shaped box oh my god which of course because it's the 90s got me off on this weird 90s tangent and i think like i did in the michael bolton episode i started to think to myself whatever happened to everclear i really like that song santa monica Mm. where's smash mouth right now and then of course that just got me like humming all stars is you know and they're giving a handy thing just to myself, just hey now, you're an all-star. No, I'm totally into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody wants to Yeah, I'm bad to that anyway. So, <laughs> so because of course it was the nineties classic section, I was like, I'm there. And so I went over there and you know, they had some they, they had some good stuff over there. They had like Terminator two. And um, the complete series of Dario, which I absolutely bought. Cause, so again, awesome. And it just made 20 years. I know. Because, again, if you listen to the last episode, it's real big into Dario. And I already own all the Beavis and Butthead thanks to that one over there because he got it for me for my birthday one year. So I have all the Beavis and Butthead and all of Dario. I need to get, like, the head and the max and all that stuff. But that's what I actually have the head. I should... <sighs> Should get a copy of the head. Anyway, I wish they would put Liquid Television on DVD already. Oh my yeah, god! But I know, I know, I know. I still have a, I still have, a, two VHS tapes. That's how old I am. I have two VHS tapes with every episode of Eon Flux on it. I have the complete collection. Oh my god, Eon Flux was it? If you don't know what Eon Flux is out there, potential victims. We're not talking uh, about the movie, by the way. No, not the Charlize Theron movie. That don't watch that. It's terrible. Um, you, you need to go and find. And we don't advocate this, but find a torrent or something and watch every episode of the original Eon Flux cartoons. It will change mm-hmm. your life. I remember anyway. watching that, and this is before I, you know. I got into the whole continuity thing of stuff, and I remember watching it, and, like, she, her and, uh, Trevor dies in, like, almost every fucking episode, so when a new episode Mm. came on, it's like, how is this bitch still alive? Well, see, because what was really interesting was, like, the first arc was when she was trying to break into the facility, Mm -hmm. and remember, she doesn't die till like right near the end it went on for like six or seven episodes because she got that tack in her shoe remember and then she didn't die till she went to like shoot somebody and she stood on the tack and it pierced her foot and it made her fall and she fell to her death yep remember that yep that was awesome but then like after that like the animator was like well she's already dead so (laughs) they just killed her like once an episode for four or five more episodes after that 
Like she had a bunch of one shot episodes where she just kept dying. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who grew up watching things like He Man, where you can have a very important MacGuffin this episode and then it's never mentioned again for the rest of the series. Little like fourteen year old Jason was like, All right, <laughs> like, I guess she's dead now. Right. <laughs> I exactly. guess I'll see you next week, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I was digging through the ninety section and I thought to myself, wouldn't it be hilarious if I just stuck my hand in blindly and pulled out a copy of Spice World? <laughs> so I stuck my hand in blindly and pulled out a goddamn copy of Spice World. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately texted Dennis like, Holy fuck. You'll never guess what I fucking found. Now, he sent him a message. so much going, holy fuck, holy fuck. And I'm always just like, what, what, what? So when he sent me that, I was just like, oh, dude, dude. And like, here we are. I was, I was um, let me tell you something. I'm not going to lie to you. That's the most embarrassed I've ever been making a purchase in my life. Bitch, when you told me that the other day, I didn't think of this right away. But I have never been embarrassed buying DVDs. I bought Showgirls. That's fine, though. Because, like, if you're a dude and you're buying Showgirls, mm-hmm. the person behind the counter is probably like, oh, he's going to go and masturbate to this. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> but, Good point. But if you're buying Spice World... It's like, what does this homosexual want to watch the Spice World movie for? Like, I have gone into a store and bought dildos and condoms and just been, like, talking to the cashier and had no problem. But buying the Spice World DVD, I couldn't make eye contact. Don't you have um uh, a self-checkout at your Walmart? Yes, but because of the way they have our Walmart set up, you have to like make all your electronics purchases in the electronics section. Oh, okay, okay. So I couldn't even go to self checkout to hide my shame. I would go to a bookstore and buy ninety nine straight back issues of Playgirl, and not bat an eyelash, but wow. buying one Spice World DVD was like, oh my god. Oh my god. I once drove down the street with a dildo with a dildo stuck to my dashboard because I thought it was hilarious and that didn't bother me. <laughs> but buying the Spice World DVD was really personally upsetting. <laughs> oh, and I could never go back to that Walmart now. <laughs> wow. Luckily, there's four others five minutes away, so I'm okay. But I can't go back to that one All anymore, right. which is luckily is not even the good Walmart because you know how it is when you live in a crappy town. There's like the bad one and the good one. Yeah, it's not the good Walmart. So I, I still have the good Walmart on my list. This was a mediocre Walmart. So I'm not I'm not upset about losing it, but I can never go in there again because they know I own Spice World now. I didn't even buy it on clearance. I paid the full ten dollars. <laughs> you paid ten dollars for Spice World? That's how much I love you, potential victims, even though you never said those letters. Wow. I paid dude. ten goddamn dollars for a movie I didn't even want to watch and or own. It's in my DVD collection forever now. Forever. 
I'm never going to get a date again because a guy's going to come over and be looking through my DVDs while I'm trying to like make him a drink, you know, as you do when you when you're on a date and then, you know, people go snooping through your books and your DVDs. He's going to be fine with 90% of it. And he's going to get to Spice World. And I'm going to come out of the kitchen with two drinks in my hand. The front doors are going to be wide open because he's going to be gone. Because I fucking own Spice World like a <laughs> dick. <laughs> Never going to get laid again. I'm going to have plenty of time to look up the lyrics to Heart Shaped Box because I'm never going to get laid again because I own Spice World. Like DVD. I'm going to hide that shit. I haven't hidden anything under my mattress since I was 17 years old. But I'm going to hide under my mattress and hope to God nobody ever finds out. It's okay. I will leave porn DVDs on my coffee table and not give a shit. But this one, no one must ever know about. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) So in summary... For this special extra lost episode, the movie I watched was Spice World. God damn it. So, <clears throat> with with that said, I'm going to read the IMDb plot. Is there a plot? I'm really confused. <laughs> World famous pop group, the Spice Girls, zip around London in their luxurious double-decker tour bus, having various adventures and performing for their fans. <coughs> whatever. <laughs> sure, fine, whatever. I don't fucking care. Oh my god. So, Jason, what happened? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> There were so many things going on. And the movie begins with the Spice Girls. You remember the Spice Girls out there, potential victims? They were five British pop girls who just sang songs and had little outfits and personalities. If you don't remember the Spice Girls, it's probably because you were born in, like, 97 and you shouldn't even be listening to this because you're not old enough. But it was like, yeah, it was a girl group, and there there were five of them. There there was um there was Scary, she's the black one, and her aesthetic is ethnic, and sporty. And she, her aesthetic is sports, and then Baby, she looks underage ninety percent of the time. Yeah, she really does. And then Posh Spice, Posh. For those of you who don't know, a lot of British bang, slang means like rich. So she just dresses in like skimpy outfits and her hair is always done. And I get, well, it means like rich or rich or like haughty or snooty. And, and, and then there's Ginger. And her aesthetic is everything else, basically. <laughs> like, she didn't have a thing. The real names are the Mel, Mel B. Mel C, I can never remember which is which. One is scary, one is sporty. It doesn't matter. Emma Mel B, it, which you're gonna laugh like this. The brown one, her last name is Brown, so Melanie Brown. I will never forget that again. Okay, so <laughs> Mel B is the brown one, and then Mel C, and then Mel C is Caucasian. <gasps> Melanie Chisholm. B C, Brown, Caucasian. B C. I will never forget it again. Oh my God! Thank you. You just. 
mind is blown. And then Emma <laughs> is baby. And and Victoria Beckham married to Well back David. then she, she was called Victoria she was, Adams. I know. She was Victoria something else back then. Victoria She's Adams. Victoria Beckham now. What was her name? Adams. Victoria Beckham. Adams. Was it? Yeah. I honestly didn't know her last name. I knew all of the other ones. Well, I didn't Technically, know. if you really want to be super technical, when the Spice Girls came out, she was the only one who didn't have a last name because she didn't use her last name. So she was kind of like Madonna. She was just Victoria. Victoria. Yep. And then um, Jerry Hollowell. Yes. Who, now you notice I threw her name out complete because she was my favorite Spice Girl. Yes, I had a favorite Spice Girl. Everybody had a favorite Spice Girl, even if you didn't want to admit that you like the Spice Girls or you're completely drawing up plans to hide the DVD for the rest of your life. <laughs> Favorite Spice Girl. That was Ginger. Oh my god, I cannot wait till I go over to your house one day and your new boyfriend's there and I'll be like, Jay, can I borrow a movie? And you'll be like, yeah. I'd be like, oh, where's Spice World? And I will say, I don't know what that is. I don't own that. And you may leave now. <laughs> You will never be invited to my house I don't again. know you. That's not my purse. <laughs> King of the Hill references. Anyway, that's a great episode. That's my purse. I don't know you. Okay. Anyway. Sorry. Tangents. We did tangents last episode. Let me try to stay on track. And So they're, they're singing. And... um. That's the last bit that made any sense to me. Was that they're singing. Um, I had a joke written for this episode. that I don't know where it goes or where I'm going to put it. So I'm just going to say it now. The Spice Girls did remind me. There's two things from the 90s that I still have yet to figure out. I don't know how to zig-a-zig ah. I mean, apparently I really want to do that. Well, and I yeah, if you want to get with I, my lover, yeah, I don't know how to zig a zig ah, and I don't know what a chicka cherry cola is. Those are my two nineties <laughs> references. Oh, Savage Garden. Darren, Darren, what's his name? From Darren Hayes. Savage Garden. Whatever. I don't wait. Give is it fuck. Darren Hayes? It is yeah, Darren, Darren Hayes. You're right. Yeah, he's a comedian now. Uh huh. He's a comedian. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing that out. Well, he's trying to be a comedian, which is funny to me, considering the most comical thing about Darren Hayes is his haircuts. All right, so um, so they're singing, and then we get to this plot line where they're on their way to a show in London, which I guess makes up the bulk of this movie, that they're going to a show. And then we have, like, eight other dangling plot lines. Mm-hmm. Like, they have... Like a sixth friend who's not a Spice Girl, right? Their friend Nicola, Nicola or whatever. She's like the Green Ranger of the Spice Girls in that she's kind of associated, but she's not there for the whole thing. Power Rangers references again. Super nineties up here. I promise our next episode will have nothing to do with the nineties. Um, and then we also have. Another plot line where this guy who is he he keeps putting them on the front page of his gossip mag, 
but he's pissed off that they're on there all the time, so he's trying to destroy them. And then we got another plot line where Alan Cumming is making a documentary about them. And then yet another plot line, which is sort of related to the plot line about the magazine, where they're being followed by... Uh, oh, no. No, no. Sorry, that's not the other plot line. The other plot line oh is that God. Mark McKinney and George Went from the Kids in the Hall and Cheers, respectively, want to make a movie about the Spice Girls. And we just keep flashing back and forth between these plot lines. I also love that it's mostly just nothing but British actors in this. Roger Moore is in this, too. Yeah, Roger Moore plays, like, I guess the head of the record company, Mm -hmm. who their manager answers to. And then the guy who drives their giant tour bus, their double-decker tour bus that's painted with a giant Union Jack on it, which I'm going to talk about the tour bus in a minute, um, is driven by Meatloaf. Yep, whose name is Dennis. You do look like Meatloaf. Shut up, you. (laughs) Did you you go aw when you seen um, uh, Bob Hoskins? I did! I legitimately did. I was like, oh, Bobby, I miss you. Yeah, there's a lot of cameos. There is. Like, yeah, Bob Hoskins is in this, and then for no reason at all, Elton John's in this. He's like, he doesn't do anything. And um, Jennifer Saunders from Absolutely Fabulous, which my co-host has never seen, and is really a sticking point in our relationship. She's got a scene in this. You, I can't... You get on me all the time about the fact that I don't like fucking Hey Dude. <laughs> but you won't sit your gay ass down and watch Absolutely Fabulous, you shitty homosexual. It looks not interesting to no, me. No, every single gay man on this planet has to watch Absolutely Fabulous. It's in the rules. Obviously, you miss that meeting. Look, so, I watched Vicious I'm- for you, and that made me hurt. But it was so good. It was. It was. Okay, so then you should trust me and just watch AdFab. God damn it. Very well. Fucking way. And, um, oh, and then Elvis Costello's in this for a minute, too, which is kind of weird. Yeah, he he really was. I love Elvis Elvis Costello. You wouldn't think I'd like Elvis Costello, but I do. I'm not a fan. He does a version of, um... I'll Never Fall in Love Again from one of the Austin Powers soundtracks. It's actually very good. Take your, well, I'll take your word on it. when you fall in love. That's all I can sing. We'll get sued. Anyway, <clears throat> so then these things are just happening around them all the time. And I guess we're, we're treated to like little snippets of the Spice Girls pop uh, personalities, which I guess are played up for the movie, but I like to believe. This is what they're actually like. Oh, hell yeah. Baby Spice is fucking stupid. (laughs) She's so stupid. And then, like, Ginger Spice, she's, like, super smart, but she never wears pants. She's a bit like a 90s version of Lady Gaga that way. Did you really just say Lady Gaga? What the fuck? (laughs) They're hanging out with drag queens a lot lately. I don't give a shit. Um, Madam Gaga. Um, uh, uh, motherfucker. Don't, <laughs> don't make me disconnect you.
<laughs> I'm gonna cancel this episode. Um, and then I don't really. And then they, and then there's the rest. Like fucking, it doesn't matter. Although my favorite character in this movie would have to be Victoria Posh Spice. Ah, yes. Adams Beckham Chisholm Jones, whatever the fuck her name is, because she was so goddamn over it the whole time. She was so done for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And every time they cut to her face, she it's, I know it's just her face, but she legitimately had this look like she was thinking in the back of her mind, I fucking hate these girls. Don't know why I have to be here. They're all so goddamn stupid. I'm too beautiful for this. David, David, come pick me up. She wasn't married to David Beckham at this point, but who the fuck gives a shit? Um, this like, I mean, I'm I'm hard pressed to tell you exactly what happens beat by beat because it all happened at once. Though I will say, first of all, their tour bus must be the goddamn TARDIS from Doctor Who <laughs> because. It was way bigger on the inside than it could have been on the outside. Oh, that's what she said. No, she didn't. Oh. No, she. that's what he said about her. Fuck. Anyway. Wow, we're going to get letters. <laughs> I'm a f- feminist. Anyway. <laughs> Somewhere somebody's going, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Which you think, sidebar, you'd think, being a goddamn feminist, I would have enjoyed this movie more, because 90% of the main characters in this movie were women. So you had the five Spice Girls and their friend, and then also the female tour manager woman. So you'd think I'd have been okay with that, but no, this movie was fucking god-awful. Anyway, so like, yeah, so the, the, the tour bus was huge on the inside. They all had like little pods and spaces. Fucking Emma... Had a baby spice, had a swing, mm-hmm. and Posh had a full wardrobe and like a little section of runway so she could just stand there looking all, well, posh. And I don't know. I don't know. I, I've never been on a London tour bus, but I can't imagine they're that big on the inside, even if you took like the second level out. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't imagine they're that big. So every single scene when they're on the tour bus, you know they're just on a soundstage somewhere, just being spicy, I guess. Being spicy, really? Being spicy. That's <laughs> that's that's what you okay. All right, mm-hmm. all right. And the other thing I want to talk about, it's very important to me, because it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. The hawk, this the week. Hawk. Oh god. This week, um, is a scene. In which the Spice Girls encounter a group of aliens. <laughs> Why does that bother you so much? Because it doesn't make any goddamn fucking sense. Should it? Yes. The rest oh, so, of the movie... so the rest of the movie is fine, but that's the one thing that doesn't make sense. Yes! I call shenanigans on you, sir. What? What doesn't make... What else doesn't make sense? Everything! The boot camp stuff. The the dreaming. The random songs. There are a lot of dream sequences, yes. Yes. But the aliens, that's where Jason crosses the line. Is that what I sound like? A little bit. 
Fuck you. All right. So, <laughs> yes, they just they talk to some aliens. Right. And not only do they talk to the aliens, the aliens aren't speaking English, but they can still understand them. And they know and they, who they are. The aliens know who the Spice Girls are. Now, don't get me wrong. The Spice Girls were pretty big in the 90s, yeah. But not everybody gave a shit. Like, I don't think... I don't think NASA is sending... When they came out, uh, uh, TLC was just sitting there looking at it like, "Uh uh-huh, we already done that. TLC, on Vogue, um... Fuck, even the male groups were like, no, boys to men. Somewhere Tito Jackson was like, hey, they stole our thing, you know, like. Why do you make Tito Jackson sound like Michael Jackson? Because all the Jacksons sound like that. Have you never watched any of the other Jacksons interviewed? No, because I never gave a shit about Mike uh, and other than Michael or Janet. Well, let me do a couple voices for you (laughs) because I love doing voices. An interview with Michael Jackson. Oh my god, I love kids. Neverland Ranch. Ah. An interview with Janet. My new album is called The Velvet Robe. An interview with Latoya. I'm psychic and crazy. They all sound like that. The only one who doesn't sound like that is Jermaine. Because he's the only one whose balls have dropped. So when Jermaine speaks, he's just like, My brother was so great. I'm sad he's dead. His voice is like an octave, like a half an octave lower. Yeah, but see, I can't take Jermaine seriously because he named his son Jermajesty. That's the greatest name ever. If I ever have a kid, I'm straight up naming them Jermajesty. I thought you wanted to name it Murder. (laughs) I just want to name my, well, I might have twins. If I have twins, I'm going to name one Murder and the other one Jermajesty. Or somewhere, somewhere, this is going to be used against you <laughs> at the adoption agency. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this is so not for you guys, but I'm going to say this that way. You know who I hope never hears this? Who? The DJ. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I kind of sort of. Kind of, sort of in the. This is, you guys don't care. Kind of, sort of in the beginning stages of dating somebody. His name is DJ. Hi, DJ. Hi. No, you never listen to the show. You have more important things to do. But like, just I'm imagine. Gonna, I'm gonna send him a link. Please don't. Just imagine, like, five years down the line, we're talking about having kids. He just hears this. Getting to bed, and he's like, Jason, why do you think it'd be a good idea to name our kids Your Majesty and Murder? And you'll be like, oh, gotta go, snore, snore, <laughs> snore. <laughs> Just roll over, it's like, oh, time for bed. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not really sleeping. Totally am. <laughs> the dog did not like me making that noise. I'm sorry, sweetie. Um, or if I just have the one kid, I might name it Your Majesty Murder. Anyway, oh, so. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> No, I thought that'd be a great idea to name my kid. My no, kid, it's not a good idea. Name my kid murder suicide, just to see what their teachers do with that. No. No. All right. Okay. No. Or name my kid. Or <laughs> name my kid present. Really fuck up roll call, won't it? Present. Uh... Present. <laughs> Are you mocking me? No. Okay. Well, let's try this again. Present. Present. Go to the principal's office. 
in school suspension. Three days. What are we talking about? I, oh my god. We were talking about the movie, but there's really not much to talk about. If we ever do a best of show, there's going to be so many clips of me going, what were we talking about? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I get lost. Um, Aliens. Aliens. How did Jacksons come from Aliens? <laughs> because of the voice. The voice? Which voice? The Aliens voice? Yes! Is that how we got the I would listen to this episode later and be so confused. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so then just like... I don't know. Then, then the Spice Girls have a fight with their manager. And they treat it like they're breaking up, but they're not. They're pissed off at him. Mm-hmm. And they all decide to go home. But then they all meet up later at a closed down bar or coffee shop or whatever, a pub that they used to hang out at. and Because they, they all have this dream, flashbacky dream sequence about the first time they all sang Wannabe together. Yeah, and I think they're like all super young even though they all are young. But it, yeah, we won't talk about that scene. Which, speaking of being young, oh my yeah, god, I know. I shut the fuck up. I was so pissed off at Baby Spice at one point because I know this movie came out. I can't believe I have to say this. Where's my DVD case? I had to figure out what year this movie came out in. The movie came oh, out in 98. 98? Okay. 98, fuck yeah. off. Fuck you. <laughs> what? Because they were talking about being older at one point. And Emma's like, they're going to know me as Baby Spice for my whole life, even when I'm... And then she swallows hard and goes, 30! Like, it's the worst thing you could possibly be being 30. I'm 30 fucking five. I'm gonna See, be, even I'm the gonna... dog's like, fuck you, Emma! <laughs> I'm going to be 36. Well, you're just because you're old. But I'm not. Wow. Fuck you, Emma. 30. I was in my early 20s. I couldn't wait to be 30 because I thought, like, the mysteries of the universe would open up to me and I'd finally be an adult. No, that, that was just a vagina, or in your case, an asshole. You have made so many references to my sex life in this episode. and I'm begin- I made two! I'm begin- but you make a lot of references to my sex life, and I'm beginning to think because you've been all domesticated. You're trying to vicariously live through me. Because you have to have sex with the same person all the time. And I get to go out and have fun. Like a human being. And it's really sad. And you need to chill out. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> this is what it's like when two best friends have a conversation that other people are listening to. <laughs> this is all the shit that they, they miss. That's why I try to give that to them. This is what it's like being friends with us. It's just a lot of us ripping on each other while still laughing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, pretty much. Um, so they meet with the aliens, and oh no, they—that was after the aliens. They broke up, but then they came, then they got back together, and they were fine. And then they, I don't know, they exposed the guy trying to destroy them, and then they. They had the show, and they sang. They sang "Spice of Your Life," which, by the way, I by that point I was so ready to be done. I didn't remember the words to "Spice of Your Life," but as I was sitting there listening to it, I was like, "This song doesn't make any goddamn sense." I have no idea what that song is about. It's about spicing up your life, 
Do you know two? Did you know the song Two Become One was about fucking? Yeah, I didn't. That's why in one version they say uh, put it on, and the other version says get it on. I legitimately thought you were going to say it was one version. They said put it on, and in another version they said stick it in. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what you were going to say, and I was about to have so much more respect. (laughs) No, 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 no. 13-year-old girls sitting in the car with their moms just going, stick it in! Oh, like, my God. Like, that's why I couldn't sing the song the the song I Touched Myself by the Divinals around my mom. Because I fucking knew what that song was about. Mm. And she was very upset, you know? You can't sing I Touched Myself in front of your parents. Well, that's... Okay, um... <sighs> I didn't realize that Peaches and Cream was about coming. There's cream in the title. I I I really did did not know that. Speaking of upsetting your parents with song lyrics, oh my god. Do you know that song? It's a, it's a recent song. Um Cake by the Ocean by Dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who Joe Jonas is yep. in the band. Yep. Is that Joe Jonas? Yeah. I think there's a Jonas brother in that band. Anyway. Yes, it's Joe Jonas. Okay, well, my mom fucking loves that song. And I hated it since the moment I heard it. Because it's gross. (laughs) My mom. (laughs) We were in the car one day. And it came on. And she's just sitting there singing along. And I'm like, Mom, stop. You have to stop. She's like, why? It's a, it's a good song. No, it's not. It's gross. And she's like, no, it's not. They're just going to go sit by the ocean and eat cake. I'm like, mom, no. Uh, did <laughs> no, you, they aren't. Did you explain to her what it was? I tried to. She's like, oh, my. That's so horrible. And then I made it really, really bad. Because I'm like, mom, you do realize that in some circles, the word cake is slang for butts, right? She, like, slammed on the brakes and just looked at me. It was like, look, don't tell me things like that. Okay. I mean, she's just talking about eating ass by the ocean. I don't know why you get mad at me. Get mad at <laughs> I really hope you didn't say that to your poor mom. I straight up did. I couldn't help it. So now, now she still sings along to it. But she'll give me the evil eye while she does it. <laughs> I'm going to have to text Janice later. That that that's Jason's mom. To just <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna Please get you don't. in so much trouble. Please don't. I, I'm I'm trying to get out of trouble. She's not. She's not happy. She's not happy that I ruined cake by the ocean. Well, like, no, that... you told her what it really means. You don't do that to old people. <laughs> you don't do that to old people. No. I know she just turned sixty. Bless her heart. She's she's not. I can't I can't rock her world too much. Her favorite show is Once Upon a Time. Like she can't she can't even watch Quantico because it's too much violence for her. I went to see Logan yesterday. She was like, "Oh, I'll come with you." I'm like, "You know, you don't no, do no. You don't want to do that." She's like, "Why?" I said, "This is, this is a movie about a man with knives in his hands, and it's rated R. You should be able to see where this is gonna go." Maybe I'll stay home. Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and go watch another Pixar special. And just 
you know, just chill out. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So, so then they, they sing the song and the movie's over. Like, I'm sorry. We're having real trouble with this show lately. Dennis keeps making me watch movies where nothing happens. And I, I can't. I can't give you a proper play-by-play. It's not Sorry, my God. fault. It is your fault. This show was your idea. You pick all the movies, and you force me to do it. Like, all right, all right. I'll take, I'll take blame. Well, you were going to anyway, because I've decided it's your fault. I really, really, really want to take a take. Wow, wow. My speaking. Oh, we had another King of the Hill episode. Uh, a reference in this episode. One of my favorite jokes from King of the Hill actually has to do with the Spice Girls. Did uh, you know that? No. This is episode it's where Bobby, the son, <clears throat> and Connie are hanging out. And I think um they're about to Bobby's about to get beat up or Connie's about to get beat up by some school bullies. And one of the bullies is like, sing for us. And Connie's like standing out to them. And then Bobby just busts out with the chorus from Wannabe. Mm-hmm. Okay, alright. Yep, you're right. He's but then <laughs> he yells Connie run at the end of it. So every time I hear it, it makes me laugh. He's like, if you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. Connie run! <laughs> <laughs> I laugh at the dumbest things. You you really do. He'll text me and he'll just tell me the most stupidest thing, and I'll just type back, "Yep." I know. I, uh, being friends with me is a lot of getting texts at two in the morning with dumb jokes or stupid questions. Like being friends with me is it's the the quickest way to describe it would be you're sound asleep. It's like 3.33 in the morning and your phone buzzes and it's me. You open the text and all it says is like, do you think fireflies would like strip clubs? Uh-huh. Like, that's it. That's a friend that's being. And then I will explain to you why I've reached this thought. It will not make any sense. And then I will get mad at you if you do not engage me in this conversation. <laughs> I have a habit of when he sends me stupid shit, I don't even acknowledge him anymore. And the next day, I just go into something else, and he'll be like, so last night I sent you a text, and... And be like, fuck! There's, yeah, there's, no, you there's cannot no escaping. escape it. You cannot escape it. I will bring it up until you answer me. Mm-hmm. Please, do, you have to do me a favor. Do not tell DJ about this. <laughs> oh, that you're best? He has to find out on his own. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I'm never gonna get married. Anyway, so the movie's over. <laughs> I'm glad we saved this for a special because if this has been a full episode, man, you guys have been pissed off. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So do the rest of do the rest of the thing. Okay, so now. It is time. Dun, 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 dun. You don't remember what you're supposed to do, do you? Yeah, I do. I'm going to talk about how much my, uh, money the movie made. You had to look it up. Maybe. You you didn't come prepared. Maybe. You should listen to your teacher show your work. I don't know you! That's my purse! 
<laughs> All right. Okay. So when you don't have an answer, just make an obscure reference and move on. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to be a great unedited show. Well, there'll be some parts that I edited. They don't need to know everything. So, but they will know now that you just pointed out that you were going to edit. See, this is why I keep telling you, you cannot pull back the curtain that much. Shh. Yeah. See, he always shushes How me. How much do you right. think this movie costs to make? Oh my god, like 20 bucks. <laughs> it, it's, I, I can't imagine it costs that much. It costs 20, I, 25 million. It costs how much? 25 million. Most of that was just flying all these people into London. More, more than likely, yeah. Um, but it made 100 million. It's considered Jesus yes. Christ. Well, you got to figure this came out ninety eight, right at the right time for them and everything like that. Um, the the film was considered a huge hit um, at the box office. Um, it let's see, it broke the the world record at the time for the highest ever weekend debut for Super Bowl weekend in the United States. Uh, the film took in a total of a hundred million at the box office worldwide. The film was then released on May 1998 on VHS, blah, 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 blah. In the UK, the film was number one on the video charge for six consecutive weeks. It was certified 11 times platinum and became the ninth best-selling video of 1998. The 90s are a fucking blur for me, man, because I could have sworn the Spice Girls were earlier than 1998. No, nope. Um, well, they made it, they might have appeared on the scene. Um, this movie came out around the time as their second album. So, yeah, they, they were around for a little bit before then. See, now I know why the 90s were a fucking blur, because I told you last episode, I spent a lot of time drinking with my friends, doing a lot of underage drinking, so I was blackout for most of the 90s. <laughs> uh, if it, if it, if it helps you. The movie only came out four years after their their, their debut because they came out in '94. Okay, see that makes a lot more sense. All right, um, my brother was um, born in '96. Oh Jesus! My brother was born two years after the Spice Girls debuted. Jesus Christ, man! My brothers never lived in a world without The Simpsons. Nope. That's really weird to me. So over on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, at the time the movie came out, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 36% Rotten, um, with 59 reviews in total, 21 fresh and 38 Rotten, and 44% of audience viewers liked it, uh, and that's out of 169,237 viewers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to be bad about something, but no. All right. Fine. <laughs> so that brings Whatever. us to our rating, which is own it on DVD or Blu-ray. Watch Shut it on the fuck tape up. <laughs> rent. <laughs> or download Shut and delete it. Sunday, which one would you do? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> because I don't own this movie. Alright, well don't. let's let's pretend that you didn't own it. What would we don't have to be? pretend they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would actually say watch it on cable or rented. It's it's not stupid enough for me to be pissed off. No, it's, it's inoffensive, but it's not. 
It certainly don't. Don't stick your hand in the '90s classics version uh, section See, at Walmart and buy this thing. Don't do that. This is this is where I may or may not open up um, a can of worms uh, with you and our viewers. Um, I always viewed musicals as something that you don't necessarily have to pay a lot of attention to. Um, well, see, but this isn't really a musical. Well, no. I mean, there's there's very, very little plot, but, you know... It's a movie with songs. Right. So, it, I view it the same way as a lot of people view, like, um, uh, Rent, Sound of Music, Chicago, uh, Cats, whatever. You don't have to pay attention, but the music and the plot, it, it's, it's good as background stuff. No, you have to pay attention to Cats because Cats is an opera. That, you have to pay attention to the okay. songs yep. because they do tell the story. Right. I mean, he said haughtily, pushing his glasses up and adjusting his tweed blazer. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it's 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 okay. It's okay. I like a musical though. Like I, my, one of my favorite movies is um the producers. It's a great movie. Oh yeah, Nathan Lane and um, 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 um Matthew Broderick. Right, Matthew right. Broderick and um, Uma Thurman. And surprisingly, Will Ferrell in a, in his least obnoxious role. Well, uh, Uma Thurman was in that? Will Ferrell is in that, yes. Huh. He plays the guy who gives them the idea to make a musical about Hitler. I didn't even know that this was about Hitler. You didn't? You don't know what the producers is about? I've never seen it. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's these two guys who decide for reasons... I'm not going to get into the plot too much. Um, that they're going to make the worst musical ever, and they make they write a musical about Hitler. Mm-hmm. Why did you think I kept walking around humming the song "Springtime for Hitler"? Because you're a fucking I'm, weird. I'm not a Nazi. It's from the producers. I'm I'm glad you clarified that. You know, you are indeed not a Nazi. I'm not. I was I, indeed, I was a little worried. You were? You were concerned? Yes. Your, my your, gay your black mother... ass might have been a Nazi? <laughs> your mother and I were a little worried that you may or may not have been a Nazi. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, alright? I learned by watching you! I fucking missed that commercial. That was the greatest commercial. <laughs> it wasn't until I got older that I was like, hey, dad's a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> Fuck you, dad. So today on the podcast of random <laughs> stuff. <laughs> on the random 90s reference podcast. Oh my god. So. Did you know there's an episode of, of Sesame Street where a woman, a Native American woman no less, teaches Big Bird about breastfeeding? That's from like 1978. I do now. There you go. It's a little bomb for you. Kaboom! Um, so yeah, so they. <laughs> the more you know. Fucking misreading Rainbow too. Oh my god, where is Levar Burton? Have I asked that question on the show before? <laughs> I don't know. I, I have the strongest sense of deja vu that I did indeed ask where is Levar Burton on this show before. You might oh. have. Shit, <laughs> I, my life is repeating. Oh, it's like the Matrix. I've seen that cat twice now. All right. Um. So anyway, so yeah, so they write a musical about Hitler. And it turns out to be like the greatest musical ever. It's, it's actually very funny. But um, 
No, I like musicals. Musicals can be good. Not this. This is terrible. Um, this is a movie with songs. It's not even good songs. It's just fucking Spice Girl songs. Which, no. No. So my my rating is, I don't know if I said it, but I'll say it again. Is uh, watch it on cable or rent it. Oh, okay. It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Don't watch it twice. Because <laughs> there's aliens in it for no reason. The aliens thing really bothered you yes, for some reason. Yeah, because it just didn't make any fucking sense. The rest of the movie at least tried to make some kind of real world sense. And then for no reason, aliens. All right. That was happening to me. That and the scene where the guy who runs the magazine is getting all pissed off and it just starts to rain in his office. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That's dumb. You don't need that. It's like a bad essence. This movie reminded me a lot of Remember in the 90s, <laughs> which is apparently what our show's about now, where um, they kept trying to make movies out of SNL skits. I do. Like that, yep. that thing that was funny for five minutes is somehow going to be even funnier if you stretch it out for two whole hours. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. And like, it it's really bad. wasn't. It's Pat or um, what was that character? Mary Catherine Gallagher or those two fucking club douchebags? Night at the Roxbury. Yeah, we won't talk about. I'm it. so glad they don't do that anymore. I know. This is a terrible. I know save. so many people who love Night at the Roxbury, and I really don't like it. This is a terrible thing to say, but I'm gonna do it. Um, because we don't edit. Like that's the only. The one good thing that came out of the 90s is, like, Chris Farley died before he could make any more movies, because those were really bad. Wow! I'm sorry, Chris Farley movies were... I'm never going to be able to hang out with David Spade now. Chris Farley movies were fucking terrible. Yeah, they and were. He, they were all the same, and he just Didn't kept he making them. did he do, like, that like, ninja movie or whatever? Yeah. yeah, he did do a ninja movie. Okay, alright. Like, eight other movies with David Spade, yeah. and they were all shitty. So, you know, I'm sorry that he died, but I'm glad I don't have to see his movies anymore. Lenny, this is what's going to get me letters. And they're all going to be from, like, David Spade's attorney. Fuck. Or his, or Chris Farley's brother. You know there's another Farley. I do. I do. He was part of he's Together. I was just going to say he was on that show. Together! Yep. See, this is, again, a perfect example of you not knowing what should be avoided and what should be taken in. <laughs> You should not have watched together. Why would you do that to yourself? Because it was the 90s? Move on to the next thing. I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings us to the end of our show. If you would like to email us, you can email us at podcasttc at gmail.com. They never write to us. Why do we tell them? Or you can follow our blog. <laughs> I'm like so pissed off at you guys. I'm sorry about that. You can follow our blog, uh, the Torture Chamber blog. Let me say that without slurring it. The Torture Chamber blog wordpress.com, aka the longest URL in human existence. Or you can follow us on Twitter at T Chamber Podcast. Tweeter, tweeter, tweeter. That's it. 
that yep that, that, that that's it so right. now is the end of our the winter of our discontent yes get a marinky dinky dink to you too <laughs> that really just sums up our personalities say goodbye bye everybody as always um yeah. dennis neal and i'm jason christopher and dennis yes Shay. I have something very important to let you know. I highly doubt that. You never do, but what's up? If you want to be my lover, okay, you've got to get with my friends. Make it last forever because friendship never ends. Zig a zig ah. And I hate you. I don't even have a reply to that because that was super gay. Super, super fucking gay. Just. Just, just, just become one friends. and bite me. No, two have to become one. Two have to become one. I can't become one with myself. That's just masturbation. And we already talked about the divinal song. Okay? I'm so glad we're ending on masturbation. <laughs> That's how I usually end my nights. Bye, people! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>